0: yeah hi ravi how are you i'm doing good yeah so hey guys welcome to our podcast channel marketing minions today's special episode is where we call an industry expert to learn from their experiences and in today's episode we have mr ravi kiran so thank you so much ravi for coming thank you very much Yeah, so uh, Ravi is an advisor to SMB and startups. He has also written a great book, Bounce Back. So we welcome to you the show. And actually, I would like you to tell about your professional background to our audience.
1: So hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Ravi Kikan and uh, I help startups and uh, in early stages and late stages in terms of the growth. I uh, am currently heading... Growth in marketing for uh, a HR tech company called Zing HR, uh, which is one of the one of the largest HR tech companies in the in the in the uh, HR tech space. Beyond that, I, I I also dribble with the passion of writing. Uh, um, or published as a Last book uh, on fundraising. Uh, it's called.
0: Wow. yeah uh, okay uh, so if you can tell about you know if uh, uh, before jumping into the detailed discussion like uh, according to you what is the how marketing is different for small businesses you have the experience of working with uh, so many SMBs so if you can highlight that
1: i think every every company which is a small or big or medium company you know should understand that if they don't market your product or service well the customer will will always right. have a choice right there are there're always competition around in, the, in in the market whether you are you are manufacturing or you're in in any kind of work right there is co- there is serious amount of competition and to avoid uh, <clears throat> you know uh, uh, you know competition taking your space in the uh, wallet customer's wallet you need know, to basically ensure that the top of the mind recall as we say or the top of the mind awareness of your brand or of your product or your service should be there in the mind of the consumer because if it's there 99.9 percent chances he'll all come back again for buying it so first thing is to dent the customer's mind in terms of acquiring your brand or your product's mind space once you have that then the customer becomes a repeat purchase uh, uh, mechanism. you know falls into that uh, cycle of repeat right.
0: uh, Ravi, you are right about it when you say that uh, you know making a brand but we have seen that around us also we see so many small business owners those who are in market from last 10-15 years also but they do not focus much on uh, branding as such you know, their audience lies in their near city or near local areas so what do you suggest to them you know is it uh, important for them also
1: yeah, Pooja, you've highlighted a very important thing. In, in fact, uh, uh, you know, to, to not to digress from the topic, you know, small businesses technically were based out of, you know, in small towns in India specifically we talked about, were based out of in right. you know in typical mandis as we said, right? There was a there was a Mundi for Anaj mandi, there was a Kart mandi, you know, Woodwala and all that stuff. Now, these small businesses traditionally worked in their spaces in terms of traditionally handling capital. Traditionally, lending, traditionally yeah. doing all the stuff. Now, with, with with digital coming into the picture, the the buyer has become smart. The buyer doesn't really want to go and buy things out. He wants to probably consume it on yeah. the internet as well, right? So, the the small business owner, whether he's he's in any kind of mandi or any kind of you know, small market and wants to become big, he has to first think big, right? He the first thing that a small business owner has to think about is is the product scalable. Jo wo kaam kar rahe, can he scale that up, right? And is there a market for that product, right? And if there's a market, are people really interested in buying that product and willing to pay for that product? Now, if the three questions are answered very easily, then he can easily scale it up and he has to think digital. There's no option but right. to go digital, right? It's right. talk about marketing as such. Because if he doesn't hmm. do, somebody else will do it. So, for example, a small business who is into, say, manufacturing of small um, Scale industry like a say for example a small business of a manufacturing of slippers right. I would say or shoes right. If it doesn't if it doesn't smartly market it out or do something different, Amazon or a Flipkart of the mm. world will eat him up right. These are not these are no more small players these are big players. So small player competing with a big uh, giant has to do things differently, market differently and find out niche. Spaces where you
0: can operate smartly. So, uh, you know, I really like the point when you said that, okay, buyers have moved already to digital. So, is it the scenario that first buyers have gone out to a different level and now these small businesses are struggling because they didn't realize it?
1: Both the things, uh, Pooja, uh, you know, you can't blame the small business owners as well. Sometimes what happens is, uh, mostly, the small business owners were right. our family-run businesses, right? right? Uh, grandfather did the shop, father did the shop, and the son went on to do his uh, higher education in UK. And, he came so, back and said, right. "I don't do not do Right? So one 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 end of the business was was you know shortened mm. with this kind of understanding. The second line of business was when the small business owners did not want mm. to change themselves. बच्चे ने बताया family ने बोला या consultant Please, let's change into a more digitalized format. Let's invest on website. Let's invest into Google marketing. Let's invest into, you know, FB ads for that matter. Or let's invest in content marketing. He might not or she might not say, it's not worth it. I will do it traditionally. The business then goes for Islam. The last not the least is, you see, when I, Abhi, uh, you know, uh, a little while ago, I addressed three important topics when you you talk about scaling the business. One was, is, is there a market which is big enough for that product? And in that market, are there customers who are willing to buy your product and pay for it? If you not if you're not tested out in the market, 99.9% chances are that you will, you will not succeed in scaling up your product. So as it is, you will never be able to go beyond the small business right. right? So we, you, can't, you can't just blame digital technology or you know, digital transformation in terms of saying, it's, it's one of the hindrances that small businesses can't grow. Well, they can grow. The only thing that is different between a great business and a, and a small business which cannot become a great business is a growth mindset, actually. And you can see anybody for that matter. For example, mm-hmm. Elil Mittal, for that matter, he was a small business guy who came from very humble right. roots, right? In Rajasthan. And he became so big in life, right? So he had that mindset, All uh, right. Right. A mindset, mindset. You know, we can keep on blaming, you know, keep on finding faults with those guys. However, there are certain things that they were very, very smart in. They found a scalable product or a scalable market, and they scaled up very rapidly. How, when, what? These are things that they found out themselves. If the small business owner can find out these things with a growth mindset, actually, he can he can do anything for that matter. So for One and the only important thing is first is understanding the growth mindset and if you don't have that, chances are that somebody else will... Yes, I totally
0: agree with you on this point. I run a small venture, Pink Collar Professionals, about helping women entrepreneurs going digital. So, yes, this thing has I have observed, you know, earlier I was the one who has to tell them, okay, digital is a way for you. But maybe COVID has pushed the limit that now they are also coming, women entrepreneurs also coming back to me and saying, yes, we want to go digital. So what are your takes and your experience on this? Yeah.
1: So uh, Pooja, I have worked with a lot of uh, women entrepreneurs. And first of all, I would not want to call women entrepreneurs. They true, should be true, called true, entrepreneurs true. only. Uh, hum, we, we should not, we don't call men entrepreneurs, <laughs> right? Why should we even I completely, call women completely agree with you, yes. So they are... So you, uh, maybe that's my thought. I I want to address it, so I address that with you. So entrepreneurs who probably are women, as we say, uh, you know, have to right. multitask, right? Men cannot as much. You agree or you disagree? But the fact is that women multitask better than men. Agreed. We can have keep on debating this fact, but the truth right. is they do, right? Now, now imagine a woman entrepreneur, as we said, or an entrepreneur who's a woman. Handling her family, her kids, her husband. Imagine, in a Cadby city, if you go, there's a joint Mm -hmm. family element also into it. Remember? Now, she has to not only handle her family, but her Mm -hmm. immediate family as well. The brother in laws the sister in laws the mother-in-law, the cousins and all that who are all around the place. But she has to find a way to do business as well. Now, how does that? How does she end up doing that? So, if... Entrepreneurs or women who, who can find out a niche in the business can can really tailor build their, their their go-to market, as we say, by going a little strongly on digital, by investing time energy into content building because, you see, organic content is 10,000, 10 billion times better than right. paid content any day, any day. It takes right. time, it takes time, you know, it, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, as compared to somebody else, you you might take time, but you see, this is organic. This is not a paid kind of uh, right. channel that you own, right? Now, in this kind, of, this kind of stuff, it might take time, but if the content is done right and if the audience is stretched right, chances are it will it will get married automatically. So, for entrepreneurs who are women, I think they should invest their time in understanding how fast they can reach the consumer. The fastest way to reach a consumer is through digital, right? So they have to understand this philosophy and then work backwards. This is my product. This is my consumer. This is my platform. I will supersede everything and push great content on this platform so that my consumer consumes this uh, content and buys my product or service
0: yeah very true and uh, you know i can't go without asking this question that uh, we all have this in news also that uh, small businesses are the ones who have been impacted by covid a lot so what your observation and right. are there any positives behind it so that you know we can be something positive about
1: uh, see this is from a technology business point of view this is a great time all right because everybody has moved digitally, everybody is working mm-hmm. remotely, right? So I, I feel that uh, whether any entrepreneur or small business who is into technology right. business right now has an uh, added advantage to, to him or her, right? Now, for non-technology business, but essentially oh, business, yeah. for example, uh, for example, sanitizers, if you look at it, right? Yeah. If you look at sanitizer market, or health hygiene market right now, must have multiplied by now. You know, I would not have a size of it, but it would have multiplied, right? Similarly would go for organic foods or immunity boosters for that matter, right? So somebody who's into immunity boosters right now might be minting money. So allied business, which is probably trying to overcome the pandemic or allied business, which is helping businesses to go through the pandemic, right? are the ones which will be, which are uh, probably settled out. However, m- maybe life, luxury, uh, luxury lifestyle, uh, food for some time, but now, not now, the retail for some time, but not now, Have did, did get hit, but I think they are coming up the curve.
0: Right. Okay. And uh, you know, there are two terms we uh, hear a lot in, in maybe small businesses or uh, startup also. Or a large business also. Sustainability and scalability are the two words we hear a lot. So how can actually someone who is running any kind of venture, especially in these tough time, focus on these terms?
1: Sipuja, so if you look from a small you want it yes, from a small business more perspective. Moreover, right? from
0: a small business perspective.
1: Okay, fair enough. I think, from a small business perspective, sustainability is 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 basically the kind of opex and capex understanding, right? Right. That's the basic understanding. I need to sustain for about eight months from now or ten months from now. Do I have that kind of cash capital or you know things that can support a sustain my business, right? Uh, opex costs and capex costs. Basically, it's a sum and summation of both things, right? He or she needs to understand that during tough times. Somebody should always have some extra capital to sustain for some time. And for small businesses, it's all about capital, right? Mindset Mindset can always happen, right? But uh, if you do not have capital, you'll not be able to sustain, whether it's in the form of debt or in the form of equity. But in these tough times, raising equity is also tough. So the only way, reason or uh, thing that is left for you is storing your capital for, you know... uh, not spending too much on extra things and sustaining that kind of capital. So sustainability is directly related to capital and your understanding towards l- uh, lessening your burn rate, which is the right. spending every month, right? So that's sustainability. Discoverability is, uh, is the second. Yeah, side,
0: scalability. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Scalability. Okay.
0: So scale. See,
1: I you know there's mm-hmm. something called a J curve. The moment you start your product to the to the scaling up that you do faster, on the the faster that you put, put a J curve, the right. hockey stick curve, as we say, right? For any startup, the faster they, they break, even the faster they make profits. So uh, I think it is important for the founder to understand that a he need to first have a growth mindset, mm-hmm. as I was talking about, right? I address the same in my book as well, in the second book that I wrote, um, bounce back now, in terms of how to acquire a, a growth mindset. It's never taught, it's acquired. You know to understand first that if you want to reach from 1 million unit of manufacturing from one unit, uh, you know, over a period of eight months or four months, what is the backward integration that you need to do? That means every month you would have to sell about 400,000 or 300,000 units, right, mm-hmm. to reach that amount. Now, to sell 300,000 units, for example, in one month, you need know, to sell 10,000 units, uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. every month, every day, right? Now, Selling 10,000 units every day might not be an easy task if you think of the breakup that you do. Now, this is the kind of growth mindset that if you understand and break up into small milestones for a bigger milestone, then you can achieve it. Otherwise, it's a very difficult task. You know, it's very easy to say, let's let's have raise $1 million or we have $1 million, we will do $2 million or $5 million or $10 million of sales in six months, but nobody breaks it into days and months and weeks in terms of the kind of milestones that you want to put it and then work backwards. If are that means right. I have to, it will carry through the next day, right? So that kind of run rate man, mindset, that kind of capital, old traditional mindset has to come in growth. You know, old mindset said that your your cost should be less, your revenue should be more, right? You should earn every day. Are you earning every day? You know, a right. shopkeeper looks into these things, right? You might not like it, but that's right. how small businesses run. How much did I earn today? If I did not earn today, I will earn after seven months. So that, that's a... You see, these are e-commerce fallacies. You burn the money uh, for two years, you'll acquire the customers. The customers have a you know, gestation period of uh, you know about five years. You'll run profits in eight, year, eight years, seven years. And that is big businesses where the investors have pumpkin money to spend money. Small business cannot do that, right? So they have to work in my old old traditional mindset which says look, how much am I earning? Is my run rate okay? What is my cost versus revenues? Is my cost higher? How much revenue should I do more to break even faster? The first objective or first milestone for any small business is to break even the operational costs. That should be the first thing. Now he can do that in 5 days, she can do that in 5 days or 20 days or 1 month or 2 months up to them. Once you've done the OPEX breakeven, then you have to do the CAPEX breakeven as well. The smartest way is OPEX and CAPEX, ko you combine together and say, this is my um, amortized <laughs> schedule of this, my cost. I will break in in the combined full cost, loaded cost in about 11 months. Now you should reach, reduce that 11 months to five months with a growth mindset. And that's, that's how you do marketing differently. You do sales differently. You do reach out differently, you increase your understanding of the market. Okay, you, know, okay. these are the you know,
0: you raised a point that, you know, uh, the large companies or the e-commerce sites have the monies or have the pockets to invest, right? But this is a problem which I have also come across many businesses I've worked and uh, I have read about also. And many people do ask me also, like small businesses, how can they stay relevant to the customers? You know, they are selling the same products, but now Amazon or large any large player is giving heavy discount, but they can't afford it. So how can they stand? Obviously, they are providing the return policy, uh, the trial prop policy, the, um, you know, home delivery options. So these many options, any uh, b- small business owner, he or she cannot provide these many options to customers so what are your takes how can they even though stay relevant
1: uh, i'll give you a great example right um, you've heard about cavenders right have you ever been to cavenders before it was started in? yes in, i am say,
0: from ever? Delhi. When so yes with my take... parents i have been to cavenders yes
1: when you were a kid right? when you were a kid yeah. you could not face me uh, yes when yes this exactly kid, uh, there used to right? be
0: long line and uh, so much
1: and company. correct correct now tell me one thing now Cavendish is in in True. every mall True. right True. now as we talk, right It's competing against the starbucks of the world in all all category. maybe not in the coffee category but category, maybe yes. in the in the in the milkshake category Shakes category is competing i think with one of the best not with yes, starbucks yes. but i guess with everybody so, if you want to i, I want to pick up Jai. a cake i will probably buy kebenders now that small business guy who was there right his kids saw this opportunity and they, they leaped onto the, the opportunity now there is no compromise puja in the world for quality Jai. and content i'll give you an example mr nathulal in a small town makes uh, jalebis the jalebis can never be replaced. His hands right. can never be replaced. Right? But Mr. Kulal in that small town needs a good marketeer to sell the jalebi in the, these times. Previously, people knew them by their names. Now they don't. Because new guys have come from abroad. They've come from different then, places. They don't know about it. Now, if he wants to expand his business, where the quality is great, you can compete with anybody. People can yeah. see through the people, right? Puja, you will not buy a product second time if the quality of the first time is bad but you will end up buying the quality of the person even if he pays if he charges you five rupees extra why do you buy from mr gupta who's across the road and in his small department store and he charges you know he charges two rupees extra on his rajma chawal or whatever you buy from him and not from amazon or other place because you know mr gupta you know he's very smart you know he handles hygiene properly you know, he he gives you discount when it is required, and he's he's always uh, you know a good customer-oriented person. Now he be exactly. competing with the Amazon's of the world, right? He's competing with different parts of the world, but that small business is surviving because A, he has great customer service. He has got he brings in great customer experience, and he doesn't qual- um, uh, compromise on the quality of the product. This is where the three things if attached, any small business can compete with anybody the second I said quality is one mm-hmm. content is second content means how you portray yourself right uh, you know I don't know how often do you read uh, posters there is always a poster which says you know uh, I I always keep mm-hmm. this example of sweets right there other right. branch nahi hai, you know so that guy you exactly know that this guy in this corner has no branch. This is the guy I need to come You're even right. if I have to travel 40 kilometers. However, if that guy says and he markets himself on Swiggy and says, you don't have to come to me, right? You can order, minimum order of mm. 1000 rupees. I can deliver it to your home. If I'm listed on Swiggy." smartly. So, th- he doesn't only catch the area of, say, whatever area that like Patel Nagar or, you know, uh, you know Rajinder Nagar or, say, Face or, say, Bandra or, you know, whatever place that they are in, he doesn't only catch that area traditionally, now he expands to a different area. So the kind of content dissemination he has to do in various platforms, various exact target audiences, who can order his product, or want his product, or buy his product. He or she should be there. So that the scope of movement of his product is not localized only.
0: Right, do right. I really like the point that, you know, quality and content cannot be overlooked by any offerings. Like, you exactly.
1: how can you, do you see, uh, you know, traditionally, you might not, you know, technology wise, you can always compare that Apple versus Samsung versus the local <laughs> player is not there. But if you talk about consumables, these are things that right. are completely based on quality, right? But others are lifestyle choices. I do not want an Apple phone. I don't like an Apple phone. I like an Android right. phone. You can't force that on me, right? But like Rajma Chawal, you hmm. will not be able to change my mind. I will have only Rajma Chawal. And I know exactly hmm. I want that Rajma which is available from Mr. Gupta in Kharibavali in Delhi. I will buy from there only. Now if Mr. Gupta is smart enough and his son understands that you know, Ravi is, is based out of say Gurgaon. Or based out in bombay or bangalore he says okay ravi you buy 10 kgs of rajma every month why don't you just order through maybe flipkart or amazon i'm available there or you can do it through you know this channel as well my own channel i will i will explain yeah. you don't have to really fly down and come here mm-hmm. my problem is solved i'll buy 20 kg instead and i'll tell 10, 100 100 people more saying yeah please buy from mr gupta amazing rajma you can't compete with him. And that's customer service and customer okay. experience that he's done over So a maybe days.
0: it is all right. about uh, the mindset and that you know the small businesses also need to realize that they have the potential, they have run, been running businesses from so long. Maybe they are in the market.
1: Pooja, all big businesses, all big businesses so in the world were so one, right. one, one day, one, you know, so small businesses. Right. You know, they started from small businesses. Someone started from garage, someone started from drawing room, someone started from office But they were all small businesses one day, right? They did right. not become enterprises on day one So, these, what changed, what the is the difference? Exactly. The difference is the mindset You see, you see the mindset mm-hmm. of these entre- big entrepreneurs Their mindset is completely completely different They are not talking about the small mm-hmm. 2 rupees, 5 rupees, 10 rupees, 100 rupees You know, they are talking about a bigger, bigger, huge market They are basically solving right. bigger problems right. in life
0: so, you know, you have the experience of working with uh, many startups and many small businesses as we have been talking about. So, what are your observations? What are the major uh, uh, things which they do and which can be, you know, they should avoid to avoid the failure? Maybe quick things if you can uh, if you can highlight, they should never do to avoid the failures.
1: First, for any small businesses, men, women across the world should listen to one thing first. If you have a product or service that you want to launch, first validate it out in the market. I've written the, my first book was, was, was based on my own failures, right? And the failures that I've seen, you know, Pooja, the biggest reason why, one reason why all startups globally fail. What is the number one reason why globally? In, startups I won't fail? tell you. know Maybe
0: that? you can tell me.
1: That. Yeah. I'll tell you. you because they don't like validate that. their mm. business idea. If you do not validate your business idea, means you you don't understand that there's a market, very addressable, total addressable market. And in that market, you have customers who are willing to pay and buy your product. If if you don't find that, you're basically heading for a disaster. Number one reason. Number two reason. If you do not have a growth mindset, you're bound to hit the wall. Because you'll always either get hijacked in your mind, you'll get depressed. Somebody will tease you, you've burnt money. You will not know how to go ahead. So you need to either have a growth mindset or hire people who have a growth mindset. Number two. Number three. Not necessarily that you have to raise hmm. funds to be successful. You can bootstrap your business and still be successful. However, you should be good in your cost-benefit analysis, which means you should have a great understanding of how your cost and revenues work. Unless, unless there's a caveat unless you are a high tech product. High tech product ka matthavu, mm-hmm. basically if you are a robotics, high engineering wala product mm-hmm. hai, which requires a lot of capex, then you might re- require funds in the If you want to say trade Rajma mm-hmm. Chawal for that matter and I'll give you an example or start your organic, organic food, why do you need capital to right, start it? You right. can do with your own savings, right? But only capital is required when you want to scale up massively and you have grown a proof of concept, you've shown the proof of concept to the world, then anybody will be investing into you. Your friends will invest. Your dad will invest into you. Your, your Any investor you reach and show them the skill saying, I have increased my turnover from X to 5X. And this is a growing industry. Why don't you invest with me and I will multiply the money? Yeah. You see the money I have multiplied. Mm. He will be willing to invest into you. right? But then, that's a later stage. In the initial stage, many starters fail because they think that if they have not raised money, they are a yeah. failure on the day one. Which is wrong? Wow! So these three things uh, are important.
0: Yes, this personally I have also read. You know, many of these startups they get into the trap of uh, raising the fund and uh, increasing the market value maybe, and that.
1: Why? Well, that's a uh-huh. that's a bogus game, na uh, Pooja. That's not actually business. That's a that's a that's <laughs> a valuation game. That is a different stage. If you want to get right. into valuation game, then it's a different ball game altogether. Yes. You do your business, na, and business is the traditional motor goes good up to a six seed capital hai you need to just invest into that make sure you have your balance sheet prepared in your mind and on paper cost revenue ka matrix who will do what build your go to market strategy validate your idea build your go to market strategy have a growth mindset earn money push back money earn money push back money increase your margins then go go wherever you want right. and you're good to go so true
0: Okay, uh, you know, uh, maybe you can tell me about your book, uh, bounce back. Also, you know, what is it about, and uh, if one wants to read it, what he or she can expect out of it.
1: Pooja, uh, bounce back now is all about gro- having a growth mindset. It's a very, um, you know, very tips-oriented book. It's not just a book that you will read like a storybook. It's not a storybook. It's a tip, tip-oriented book for any startup or any, uh, for that matter. Any uh, aspiring entrepreneur can read and understand and take tips from it. It's from real life stories of not me only, but many people around around the world. Uh, I, you know, I wish everybody who in a small business or a startup acquires that kind of growth mindset and, uh, you know, achieves, you know, freedom of thinking, even in tough times, because in tough times is only the time that when you require a growth mindset, nothing else, you know, best time. So you don't require anything. You don't require anybody. It's only in the tough times that required a great mindset, a agile mindset, and a growth mindset. It is to prepare those guys right. you know, for right. the times ahead.
0: Okay, and you know uh, we have talked a lot about these small businesses, startups, and all. But uh, I would like you uh, to give one piece of advice, maybe to the students, maybe who are aspiring entrepreneurs and who are aspiring marketers and who are actually going through a, through a tough time in current COVID situation when the job market is hit badly.
1: I think the best thing I advise is that if you want to jump um, over a cliff, please carry your wings with you. Do not just jump without a wing. Which technically means is that, uh, uh, you know, uh, get on with understanding what is important for you. Have that understanding and then go ahead. Do not just go ahead because somebody else is telling you this understand prepare yourself and then go ahead whether you do want to become an entrepreneur whether you want to become a marketer whether you want to do anything you should love what you do first of all and then prepare for it do not have to over prepare don't under prepare right, as well
0: right. thanks a lot ravi you know i really enjoyed having this conversation with you and i have learned a lot uh, so
1: pleasure yeah
0: i hope all the listeners also enjoyed this uh, show and also they might have learned something from you also Right and guys,
1: yeah. I'm. I'm, Yeah,
0: so uh, guys, you can check out uh, uh, Ravi's profile on LinkedIn and also his book is available on Amazon. Right.
1: Yes. Wow. uh, All the three books are available. You guys can check out. Maybe. It will be pleasure. And if there is anything I can help anybody cross, they can free to connect with me or follow me on any cross right, any, right. Any media on
0: so uh, you guys can follow him on LinkedIn personally I do have connected with him on LinkedIn so you guys can also check out LinkedIn for him and follow us on Spotify at Marketing Minions and we will catch up next week with another episode and till then let's keep listening keep learning and have fun thanks a lot